Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner. Really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to episode 34 of the Michiana People podcast. My guest for this episode is Jenny Miller. Jenny is a great local mixed media artist, and I will talk a little bit more about Jenny in just a little bit. Let's talk about some things that are going on. The Ignition Music Build a Stage campaign is on its third week. Here's an excerpt from the campaign page. The stage exists as more than a physical space. The stage is a metaphor for local creatives to produce their art from a platform in Goshen, Indiana. By connecting artists to more fans, we advance the artist, Ignition, and the community. Our plans are to record high-quality audio and high-definition video from Ignition Garage and offer digital distribution. We feel it is critical to bring in younger fans. By moving to the, into the digital realm, we'll connect with new music fans and hopefully show the magic that happens when musicians and their songs connect with an audience. We believe that video and online music can be the first connection point between a listener and an artist. If the song and performance are compelling, a new fan is created. So I know we see all these campaigns going on for albums, musicians, and things like that. And we look at them and we say, oh, that's a great idea. I'd like to contribute to that. And by the time you get around to contributing, the campaign is over. So this has gone on for a couple more weeks. And you can invest as little as 10 bucks, and you get stuff back on everything that you invest. So take a look at their campaign. If you're a fan of Ignition Music or you're a fan of music, this is a great one to give to because they are trying to help the artist out. You can go to ignitionmusic.net or you can search them out on Facebook. Just type in Ignition Music into the search bar. Or you can go to goshenfunded.com to lend a hand on this campaign. Coming up on Saturday the 15th, uh, that's this Saturday, the Bird Cell Project closing reception will be happening from 7 to 10 p.m. That's at 401 East Colfax in South Bend. I've been to the Bird Cell Project with my wife, and it is uh, breathtaking. It's just a, a fantastic thing. If you haven't been able to go see it, this is the time to go see it because closing reception means it's done. So you need to go in and take a look. Once again, that's at 401 East Colfax in South Bend, and that's Saturday, October 15th from 7 to 10 p.m. One of my former podcast guests was Lara Gordon-Shaw. She has a business called Gordon's Grooming in Plymouth, Indiana. She is a pet groomer and has done show pets and has multiple certifications and is continually learning the craft. 
Uh, one of the things I learned from Lara in the podcast is there's no regulations on pet grooming. So you can buy a pair of clippers and call yourself a pet groomer and then you're a pet groomer. I was really impressed with Lara and she has moved into a new spot, which is located at 2159 North Oak Road in Plymouth, Indiana. It's just a great place to take your pet to get it groomed. You, you want your pet looking good, being safe while they're being groomed and being happy. And Lara does all that. So check them out. It's really cool. Maple Triangles is a sponsor and I work there. How long could your business operate if you could no longer use your software or connect to the internet? How much of your business data can you afford to lose? What level of productivity do your computer users need to maintain in order to stay profitable? If you'd like to talk to me about your computer network and have me help you understand where you stand, you can call me at 574-537-5838 or email me at scurtis at mapletronics.com. There's no charge for my consultation or network evaluation. Give it a shot. If you're a business owner or in business development, you might have noticed how much harder it is becoming to get people's attention. As technology improves, the ability for consumers to choose when, where, and how they are exposed to a business's advertising or messaging improves too. Volumarketing takes an interactive approach to getting and keeping attention using things like great social media, mobile-friendly websites and applications, search engine optimization, and original content creation. Vala can manage your entire digital marketing efforts on a monthly basis. If you're having trouble keeping up, would like to grow, or just need to figure out how to get people in the door or to your website, Vala Marketing would like to speak to you. Give them a call at 574-606-6696 to set up a free consultation or a free audit of your digital marketing efforts. Now let's talk about Jenny Miller. So when I put the podcast studio together, I was putting up posters and art and stuff to make it look good. And there was a blank spot above my desk. And I had one of my few moments of genius and decided that I would leave that blank and offer local artists to hang their work there, be interviewed for the podcast, talk about their art and talk about their work and how they became an artist and what they do. And I put it up there. I put a description up and put it for sale. So I have a fantastic piece of art from Jenny Miller. It is called Miss Ladybird, and I get to hang it up here for 30 days or until it's sold. So it's a, a win-win for me because in 30 days I get a new piece of art. So it's re really, uh, really neat. I call this put some art on my wall efforts. It's just great idea and it gets exposure to local artists and that's what I wanted to do. I talked to Jenny and this became one of my favorite interviews because Jenny really opened up to me. She was pretty nervous before we got started, didn't know what to expect and was uh, just kind of fretting about it. But once we got talking, we got talking about art and life and changing and uh, being a better person and all that and really opened up to me. And I just... I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that because that's what I'm really looking for in the podcast is for people to feel comfortable enough to open up. And I think that makes for the the most inspiring type of podcast. So this is it for me. I, I think it's uh, one, one of the best I've done. And it's because Jenny really opened up and talked. So that's just a fantastic thing. And I hope you really enjoy it. So here's episode 34 with Jenny Miller. Have a great week, folks. Thanks for being on the podcast, Jenny. Thanks for having me. We are at Lang Lab in South Bend. It's on High Street in South Bend. 
and you took me on the tour. Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. I had no idea how cool it was, and now I do, so I will be a patron. Yes, we once got called like the Narnia for hipsters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's totally on point. Yeah, yeah, it's totally cool. <laughs> Originally, I was going to talk just about your art, but you do a lot more. And I kind of wanted to touch on some of those subjects. Um, first of all, talk, talk about your relationship as far as managing the bands in the area. How did that start for you? Well, um, it's really funny. I... Well, I was good friends with Eli Khan, mm -hmm. and uh, he is the uh, one of the guys in The Beat, which is a quite a popular South Bend band. Mm -hmm. And we were just buddies, and one day he was like, we're sitting in the basement, and we're talking about The Beat, and we're talking about stuff they should be doing. And he was like, man, you know a lot of people around town. You should be our <laughs> band manager. And I had no idea what the hell a band manager uh, did. I had to go home and Google like yeah. the job description. Uh, and that's kind of how I fell into it. Right. So thank you, Eli Khan and the beat. <laughs> Billy Easton, Arthur Schroeder, you guys hooked me up. Yeah. But yeah, that's how I, I got started with that. And um, managed them for a while, took a year off or so. I moved away and... Uh, one of my best friends uh, is Melissa mm. McQueen. She's a lead singer for Dog and Pony. Uh -huh. um, when I came back from Indianapolis, she asked me if I could manage them because right. they were at a place where they'd been together for a long time, but they needed some, like, just some administrative support. Uh -huh. So and then I joined uh, Dog and Pony, and I was with them up until... Um, probably about six months into working with Letters from Earth. Uh -huh. And Letters from Earth, they are my babies. Yeah. So <laughs> they actually call me Mama Bear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for, former podcast guest. And for a segue, the first time I saw your art was in their studio. Yeah. And I pointed at it and said, what's that? I like it. <laughs> and they told me about you. And then roundabout, we finally met at one of the shows, and then we, uh, here we are, finally. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is great. Tell me about, you did the band management first, and then you got into the art. Yeah, well. So, so what, what, what gets you into doing art? What? Well, is, I, I mean, um, when I, when I moved away, I was kind of going through, like, a tough part of my life, uh -huh. and I wasn't, I was lost. I was a lost soul, uh -huh. and um, I moved, <clears throat> excuse me, I moved to Indianapolis and I really didn't have that many friends there. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was having trouble finding a job and all that stuff. And, um, eventually, uh, I started making little crafts, what uh -huh. I would call crafts at the time uh -huh. and, um, whatever, whatever. And, um, then I moved back to town mm -hmm. and I, had all these cool just like old pictures and cool frames mm -hmm. and and um just all this stuff and i was like what if i like started collaging uh -huh. and i started doing that and then i started getting like a lot of really positive feedback from people like whoa you should show this stuff to people this is actually really good uh -huh. you know this this isn't a craft this is art you right know? and um, one of my good friends, uh, Heath uh, Yenna, uh -huh. who uh, formerly was a curator and owner of a gallery here in South Bend called Spurious Fugitive. Okay. Um, he is a person I grew up with, and he basically was like, no, this stuff is really good. You need to keep going. Mm -hmm. Keep making. Keep doing stuff. Right. And I did, and I realized, like, it just 
all of a sudden this passion just exploded and I was like, this is what I want to do. And I really started liking some of the stuff I was making um, and people started buying it from me. Uh -huh. And then this guy named Joe, who would come and hang out with me in, at my house, he saw my studio uh -huh. and he was like, hey man, I have all these old children's books that really mean a lot to me. Would mm -hmm. you mind, like, make, like, can I commission you to make yeah. me a piece of art? Uh -huh. And I was like, sure. And that's when I sold my first piece of art to my friend uh -huh. Joe. And after that, I was like, oh, my God, like, I think <laughs> I can be an artist or, mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. Like, this is working. And right. later on that year, I did my first art beat. So that would have been, like, uh, three art beats ago. Okay. Um, and I got, I sold a ton of stuff yeah. and I got really great feedback from the community and I was just like, I'm, I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, this is where it's at. And it really, it really satiated my, you know, it helped me get through uh -huh. a lot of hard times right. and it was like a spiritual thing for right. me. So, yeah. um, that's when I started doing it. Mm -hmm. I just was like, this is where it's at and yeah. people are calling me an artist and how right. weird is that? You know, yeah. like, uh -huh. so, um, that's kind of where it started. That's cool. Yeah. That's, it's almost exactly what the podcast is for me. It's kind of spiritual because I come in mm -hmm. here and it's, it's so funny. I go back to the Letters from Earth uh, interview and I remember distinctly that um, I was thinking, these guys are so young and they've got so much energy and people are down on millennials and they're working full-time jobs and... Uh, doing their music at night, yes. playing on the weekend. Hardest working band in town. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and I'm thinking, that's just crazy. And then I, it, it came out when I was talking to um, Miles and Nelani. Uh -huh. I, I, said, uh, I said, sometimes I feel like a vampire. I'm just sucking all the enthusiasm and all the, <laughs> the, the, the cool vibes from you and just taking that with me. Because that, that's, that's the way I feel after every interview. I feel like somebody brings something positive to the table to me. And it becomes this little nugget of wisdom, this little nugget of joy or something uh -huh. like that. And I just walk out a better person. Yeah. And, 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 and that's really cool. So... We're kind of parallel as far as that's concerned. Absolutely. So, so you're doing you're doing a a collage style art, and I think you told me that everything is it's it's a hundred percent recycled. It's repurposed. Repurposed. So okay. A lot of the source material, which uh, is like the paper, the clippings, mm -hmm. the the images I use, are. Um, from vintage magazines, vintage children's books, anatomy mm -hmm. books. Um, Where do you get that stuff? Oh, I get it all kinds of places. People donate it to me. Uh -huh. uh, I find it at, at garage sales, uh -huh. shops, you yeah. name it, antique shops. Uh, one of my good friends, Heath Yenna, is also, a, he does some collage. He, he oil paints as well, mm -hmm. but he'll hand me down source material that he's uh -huh. done with and I'll get it. And yeah. so it comes to me all different ways. Uh -huh. um, sometimes I'll come to the Lang lab and I'll walk in my studio and some like fairy has left me a box <laughs> of like whatever the hell they found yeah. in their house. I have friends constantly being like, oh, I have this really awesome book that I think might, you might like, you know, uh -huh. and they'll bring it to me. Right. So I just get it. Like I, it's all, it's all kismet, man. Yeah. I just get it like through different ways. That's cool. And, and stuff like that. I got a, a lot of supporters. Yeah. Tell me tell me where the idea came from to um, take a bird and put a human head on it or take a <laughs> human and put a bird head on it. 
Um, that was one of the first things I saw from you, and it was striking, and I just, I kind of fell in love with it. So, Well, I'm kind of obsessed with uh, <laughs> an artist named Max Ernst. Okay. And um, my fr one of my good friends, Khalil Smiley, gave me this book, and he's like, you would love this stuff. Uh -huh. And um, he does a lot of that. He does a lot of, like animal heads on, on, on humans and human uh -huh. heads on animals and stuff yeah. like that. And so that's kind of how the idea came to me. Uh -huh. But then another thing had happened. Uh, I found uh, this awesome, I kind of use Lang Labs library that we have okay. a lot. I'll like just steal books out of it uh -huh. and, <laughs> and cut them up basically, yeah. <laughs> which is totally acceptable, I guess. But um, at least around here. Anyway, so uh, You're I on found record this, now. Uh, yeah, right. Out, yeah. No. <laughs> Um, but I found this book we had with these beautiful illustrations of birds. Mm -hmm. And then, um, like, right around the same time, Khalil also gave me a box of lithographs mm -hmm. that were left at Lang Lab. Okay. We get, Lang Lab gets a ton of people dropping stuff off for uh -huh. us. And not as much anymore, but especially back when we were newer. Yeah. And I had these antique lithographs, and some of them are dating back to, like, first edition books that were printed in, like, 100, 100 years ago. Right. I mean, it's crazy how mm. old these things are. And I was like, these are awesome. Mm. And then I just started doing it, and, um, you know, that's... It became my current run uh -huh. that I'm doing now. But before that, I get obsessed with certain stuff. Uh -huh. You know, before I was all obsessed with the pinup girls. And mm. I had like a whole series of pinup girl, mm. pin girls doing weird stuff, you know. Yeah. And so it's just kind of like, it's, it's more just like, it's not like I go and I look through something to find something specific necessarily. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I find things that work really well together and I'm like, right. I'm gonna keep doing this. Yeah. There's there's really, like with the whole bird head like run that I've been doing right uh -huh. now, the whole birds and the yeah. human mashup, there's not really any kind of like, you know, grand idea. You know, uh -huh. artists are always like, this means this and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. It's not really like that. It's uh -huh. like, this looks really cool. <laughs> I'm going to make a, a shit ton of these. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's kind of the way that works. Right. And, you know, um, same thing with a lot of the stuff I make. But then there are a lot of pieces I do have that have, do have a significant meaning. So uh -huh. it's just kind of where I'm at. But right. the bird thing, that's like just an aesthetic thing for uh -huh. me. I just think it looks cool. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, <laughs> so, that's the same with me. I couldn't I couldn't say why it looked cool, but it was striking. I was, yeah. I was like, this is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like, and I don't want to pump you up too much, but it seems like you're kind of the rage right now because Aww. you seem to be selling out uh, pretty much all the shows that you do or coming close to selling out. I do. I am, I, I, I'm so eternally freaking grateful for the support that I get from this community um, to make my art. It almost gets me choked up. Uh -huh. um, I never thought, you know, 10 years ago that I would be doing what I am now. Right. And the fact that I get to wake up every day and I get to do something that I love mm -hmm. every day, I am so grateful for because I know so many people live a grind mm -hmm. and so many people are just struggling to survive. Right. And I get to like a, a South Bend and, and the, this community has given me a gift that I could never repay. Mm -hmm. And um, but yeah, I mean, the last couple of shows I've done, it's like 
I, I look at my 10 at the end of the night and I'm like, Jesus, I have like another show in a month. I need to like yeah. make some stuff. <laughs> you got work you know? like, yeah. I'm like It freaks me out almost. Yeah. Like it's scary. So, but it's, it's amazing. And mm. it's amazing to know that there are people I don't even know personally uh, that have my art hung on their walls. That is yeah. so cool. Yeah. That and a lot of people don't, artists don't get to ever feel that. Right. And that is really right. just a tremendously awesome, just mm -hmm. like, almost like, whoa. Yeah. Like, it's right. just spirit it giving, it gives me goosebumps yeah. to even think yeah. about it. It's amazing. And Lucky. that's what we were talking about before we started recording, how supportive the art community is of each other. That's right. And when somebody wins, everybody wins. It does, and, and it's true. And every time, I talk to an artist, they're like, you need to talk to this one, and this one, and this one, and this one. And it's just, it, it's really, it's really heartwarming to know that, that you guys have each other's backs. That's, mm -hmm. that, that's really cool. Now, I, I do want to get down to how you actually get these pictures onto your collages. Do you, do you have to sit down with a razor knife and and cut these guys out because they're like perfect. Yeah, um, <laughs> well, I am a weirdo. I actually don't use many, I, I, I mean, you can see I have exactos on my desk, uh -huh. but I actually use hair cutting scissors. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. That's like what's been the best tool I've ever yeah. found. Um, you know, it's a mixture of of hair cutting scissors, Elmer's glue, and gel media. Oh, so I could it's like, you know, I could never cut. And then like I that. paint. I paint. You know, a lot of the backgrounds mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that. And um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's a lot of like you have to have a steady hand mm -hmm. for sure. So and your frames, you must you must source those the same way you get your pictures, just wherever you can get them. Huh? Yeah, um, I'm I'm really lucky. Like I said, people have frames laying around their house, and they'll be like, "Hey, man, do you want some frames? Yeah. I have all these frames." And I'm like, "Heck yeah!" You yeah. know, <laughs> I, and I'll like end up with all these cool frames. Uh -huh. I'll go through ebbs and flows where I have a ton, and I'll and then sometimes I have zero. Yeah, so it's just like right yeah. on it. I always seem to like get them, find them when I need them. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? So. Right. But yeah, a lot of people give them to me, and then I love to go to yard sales and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and pick them up there and, and right. thrift shops. Uh -huh. you know? So I'm a big thrift shop girl. Yeah, yeah, I I, I love. I I'd never go past a yard sale or a garage sale without just stopping in. I'm always afraid I'm going to get into a car accident when I'm driving mm -hmm. past one of them because I'm like, especially oh, what do the they got? Especially on the busy streets. Yeah. 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 I'm like, don't look at the yard sale. Just <laughs> concentrate on driving, Miller. Yeah. Get it together. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit about uh, this this past weekend when you were in Gra Grand Rapids. That yeah, me really cool. and my uh, boyfriend and a couple of our friends, we went up to Grand Rapids just to like view, see the sights and sounds of Art Prize. Mm -hmm. um, Art Prize is a gigantic contest that gives away. I think it's the most winning. Like it's the biggest payout mm. of any like fine arts uh, uh, festival mm -hmm. that there is in the country. Mm -hmm. I, I believe I could be wrong on that, um, but it was amazing. There was like over, f I, th I want to say like sixteen hundred artists. Wow, we had somebody local there, didn't we? Yeah, actually, I w I don't know this guy okay. personally, but I was so excited when I <laughs> walked into one of the museums and uh, I see a piece of art by this guy from Mishawaka, Indiana. Uh -huh. 
I instantly friended him on Facebook. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is awesome. You know, <laughs> like I was so stoked. I don't know if he was the only person uh -huh. there from our area. Yeah. Um, because there are people in this festival that are from all over the world. Right. Um, but I was so excited, you know, and like I was telling you earlier, I took over the curatorship here at Lang Lab mm -hmm. for our gallery. And um, I'm always looking for like really cutting edge, like awesome yeah. Local artists uh -huh. um, to to display, you know, for a show for the gallery, and mm. I was super excited to find this guy. Right. But yeah, uh, it it was just a lot of fun, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had everything from like really, really people that you could tell went to school for mm -hmm. this stuff and right. like know their stuff, and then right. there was a ton of lowbrow artists like myself. Yeah. I consider myself a lowbrow artist, uh -huh. which means I didn't go to school to be an artist. Right. I intuitively started doing this. Mm. This wasn't anything I planned or right. earned or anything like that. So yeah. it was really fun to see that. And yeah. just to see, you know, I feel like as an artist, I don't get out enough a lot. I need, I feel like I need to like see other people's yeah. art more. And oh, I, yeah. I kind of like shut myself in my little studio uh -huh. and you know, whatever. But it was just so exciting to see just the full game. I mean, sculpture, you know, yeah. like all the media, every sort of media of art you can right. imagine. Yeah, yeah. Everything from videography to, uh -huh. you know, like intense oil paintings mm. that are just like, you know, masterfully done. Yeah. That I'm just like, how does that person even do that? Right. You know, it was just so great to see other art. I love yeah. looking at art. Yeah. Did you see anything that took your breath away? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I didn't even get to see everything yeah you know i mean there's no way i could have done that in the one day that i had yeah. there you know mm -hmm. me and my boyfriend john we work so much that we don't we don't get very many days <laughs> off work um you know and um especially together and uh it was it was really awesome to yeah. be able to to be able for both of us as we're both artists yeah to go and to look at a whole bunch of cool art yeah uh together it's it, it's inspiring mm -hmm. it makes you want to get back to the studio because you're like oh, oh man yeah. that's yeah. really cool that made me think of this right you know? so right. yeah yeah okay. it was it was amazing i definitely feel like next year i want to like maybe participate in our uh -huh. prize because the art i saw made me you know, like I was like, okay, I could do this. Mm -hmm. I could totally be a part of this next yeah. year. You know, and and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it was really cool. Like, yeah. Even banks and doctors' offices and stuff are like art hubs. Right. Right. You know, yeah. it's just really impressive yeah. how the whole community like comes yeah. together. And you're definitely getting a lot of validation this year, especially with yeah. your art. You're <laughs> Locally, like I like I said, flying I flying off the walls. <laughs> it really is like. I, I have nothing in my studio, well, one piece that it wasn't made this year. Uh -huh. Everything I have is is gone. Uh -huh. Like people, as soon as I put it up, it's gone. Uh -huh. um, I try to keep my like newer runs, like, like the birds, uh -huh. uh, uh, priced higher a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, just to keep them around longer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I, I, I'm just, blown away by the amount of love that uh -huh. people have shown me yeah it's crazy because after a show i'll get like 15 emails from people that this is where we put your art you know uh -huh. like and half of them i don't even know them personally right. and that's what the <laughs> coolest part of it all is oh yeah yeah you know 
So and it's, the neat thing is, is then you kind of you get to know them because they're gonna they're gonna come introduce themselves. And right, so got exactly. I get to meet wall. so many people. Yeah. I love I love Artbeat. I love mm -hmm. like all of the. I was just at Rebel Art Festival, which is yeah. put on by Make South Bend. Those kids over there are doing a awesome job. Yeah. Um, Make South Bend is. They are just amazing yeah. people over there. Good, good people, man. Well, my wife and I were having an extremely busy day that day, and I said, we got to go. We didn't stay long, but yeah. we, <laughs> we, we wanted to make sure we, we at least made an appearance. And I actually bought uh, the guy that does the, uh, the woodworking. Okay. Um, he had a uh, bottle opener on a real nice uh, piece of spalted ma maple, and uh -huh. it's magnetic. And I said, well, I got to have that. So I actually took some art home with me. There you go. Please, <laughs> buy our art. We need it. Now, now I... Uh, We're poor. Can, yeah. <laughs> I can always open a bottle in my studio when I'm, when I'm nice. down there doing my thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really, really neat thing. And I, I did get to see Letters from Earth do... Of course. ...do most of a song before I said, yeah, we still got work to do. We got to get out of here. Got to go. <laughs> We need to get this house in order. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really neat because it's real uh, real close to where I used to live. We used to live in River Park. I was on 27th Street. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The River Park neighborhood home. is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's really neat. It's homey yeah. over there, man. Yeah. So you, you gave me the tour of, of Lang Lab and I got to see a lot of cool stuff. Tell me what Lang Lab is all about, the things that they do, and where obviously where you fit in i'm uh okay well i at lang lab i am a resident artist mm -hmm. that's my official title at okay. lang lab but um i also um just recently like i said took over the curatorship mm -hmm. for uh the the um gallery here mm -hmm. we have a huge gallery uh space it's, it's it is beautiful mm -hmm. it's even prettier when there's art up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, and then um, I also I kind of help on the on the beverage end. Uh, I, I'm a bartender. I'm like mm -hmm. one of the main bartenders uh, here at Lang Lab. Um, but the uh, the people over here at Lang Lab are basically there. Uh, Rami, who is one of the owners mm -hmm. and uh, kind of the mastermind um, mm -hmm. uh, of Lang Lab, um, it's Rami. Uh, uh, Stephanie and Khalil. Okay. And they run the show over mm -hmm. here, but they're, they consider themselves an incubator. Mm -hmm. And what that means is, uh, they ho give homes to, you know, artists, um, new business owners or businesses that are trying to start, do startup, mm -hmm. um, and, and stuff like that. They give a space to work in, um, that is significantly cheaper. I would think than like going out and getting a storefront, right? You know, they give us a place to kind of hone our craft uh -huh. and to get it to get it going. So we have several businesses here in Lang Lab, mm -hmm. and uh, that are doing great right now. Yeah. I mean, just exploding. Like, I'm not the only one in this building that's 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 taken South Bend right. over yeah. by storm or whatever. <laughs> we got we got we got Eco Wild Press, Zen Cafe, mm -hmm. Violet Sky Chocolate. Um, we have um, Blue Krishna Photography. We have Nathan Henry has a studio here. Oh. One of the most amazing artists I've ever met in my life. Um, we it's it's just a great place to be. Yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a hotbed of creativity mm -hmm. off the beaten path. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. And uh, Zen is 
they just opened, didn't they? We just, yeah. Sean yeah. just opened up Zen. Um, they now have regular business hours mm -hmm. over in um, over in the annex area. Um, I I don't remember exactly. I feel like it's eleven to six okay. every day. They're open, mm. but yeah, he makes some awesome coffee. Yeah, you can buy his coffee here mm. at Lang Lab, or you can buy it at um, the Farmers Market on Saturdays. And then he's also at uh, sells out of Purple Porch Co-op, okay. which is a former um, business that we mm. incubated here. Yeah, at Lang Lab before they had their building. Um, in downtown South Bend, mm -hmm. they they worked out a lane lap. So what, what a neat concept! Mm -hmm. I mean, you you want to get started. Rami gives you the space. Yep. And and gets you that little push start, mm -hmm. and then you grow your wings and you fly. That's, That's right. Pretty cool. That's right. And yeah. and and it, it's it's just such a supportive community. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's one of the best places to ever be. I've yeah. ever, I I've never felt. A sense of belonging as mm. much as I do here, right? Like, just like you know, emotionally or right. whatever. Like these people are my family. Yeah, you know, yeah. it just felt that way when I came in. Yeah, you know, you, you you can you can sense the temperature of a place when yeah, you walk in. Yeah, for sure. Everybody I talked to was very nice. And Nothing but love. And yeah, <laughs> it's, it's great. They, they they treat they treat an outsider um, like an insider. So that's yeah. great. Well, you know anything about the history of this building? Because it's really a neat building. <laughs> um. Now this would be a better questions for Rami, but I can do my best. Okay. And I could you may need to do some fact checking yeah. because I, I might not be completely <laughs> on point. But uh this building formerly was a furniture factory. Okay. And uh I like my dad said he remembers coming here as a kid mm. buying furniture with his grandpa. Like huh. so it was like a furniture factory, and then they, I think they had a showroom as well that uh, they would sell furniture yeah. out of. And I i want to say that the first part of the building started getting built in like 1870 okay. or something like yeah. that. So it's really old, yeah. man. It's got an 1800 uh, style to it. Oh, yeah. Stuff. It's yeah. totally cool. Mm -hmm. Like it's 40,000 square feet. I I'm pretty sure approximately. Mm. And, you know, we just got all kinds of weird stuff going on. Yeah. Here. <laughs> you can't like turn a corner without seeing some kind of weird sculpture or uh, awesome piece I of art. I noticed that. Or <laughs> pictures, yeah. Some freaky kid, you know, uh, sitting around just being like, hey, man. You know, so yeah, we're just, uh, nothing but love here at Lake yeah. Lab. Yeah, that's, that's really neat. Yeah. So what's next for Jenny? I mean, you're starting to take off and are, are you, uh, do you, do you have plans? What? Well, you know, it's funny. I manage these bands and I like make them plans all the time. But when yeah. it comes to my own stuff, I'm a little like, <laughs> eh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Mm -hmm. And I think like for me, um, I think the best thing for me to do right now is kind of like stay where I'm at mm -hmm. and get used to like curating a little bit here over at Lang Lab. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, um just kind of like getting better at what I'm doing now. Uh -huh. And then and then maybe we can look but that's also kind of wimpy to say that. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I would love to I would love to get out of town and and to do some more out of town stuff uh -huh. and to get a little bit better following like outside of South Bend. Right. Um I mean, I've I've sold some pieces to folks in Chicago and mm. like all around, you know. 
um, but they're all my friends, you right. know? So, I, I mean, I would love to get some shows elsewhere mm -hmm. and maybe, like, up at a notch, you know, maybe get into more, like, gallery shows uh -huh. as opposed to, like, these pop-up shop-style outdoor events. Right. Which, don't get me wrong, they're my bread and butter at yeah. this point. I, I sell so much stuff there. Right. But, um... Just to like that that kind of like legitimizes you oh, yeah. uh, more once you start doing gallery openings and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, it's it's just like anybody else. It's like unless you have somebody, I, I almost need a Jenny Miller from Jenny Jane. Uh -huh. You know, like I almost need like a band manager, or a manager yeah. to manage my art for me. I'm really good at doing it for other people, but when it comes to me, I'm like I don't know if I'm yeah. good enough for that. Yeah. So that's just something I've struggled with, like. Since the beginning. Yeah. And I don't think that's uncommon for any artist. No. I mean, musician, artist, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's, it's hard to look outside yourself and see what your potential is. Well, it's, and when you're throwing your soul out there. Yeah. To the, like, every picture, I always tell somebody, like, I, I gave Eli Khan a, a piece the other day. And I uh -huh. was like, here's one of my songs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm giving you a piece of me. Right. You know, like, this is, like, something. And regardless if it do, if, if it doesn't have a, a major philosophical like meaning behind it or whatever it doesn't uh -huh. matter this is like these are like this is vomit for my yeah. brain yeah. that i'm giving you you right. know so it's you know it's it's touchy you mm -hmm. know it's hard to be like i'm awesome enough to be an art prize yeah. but now that i went to art prize i'm uh -huh. like you know i might be able to actually fit in here yeah oh yeah cuz i mean i saw some collage artists and collages out there mm -hmm. and i was like Pfft, Yep. I could totally, I could totally do this. Yeah. This isn't that hard. This isn't that big of a deal, you yeah. know? So I think it's just more about mentally getting yourself prepared to expose yourself mm -hmm. for like the, everything. Right, right. Exposing your soul. Mm -hmm. Just like letting go. Yeah, like yeah. letting go of what people's opinions are. I've had just, I've had a couple times where I've heard people say not so nice things about my work. Uh-huh. And, you know, it doesn't bother me that much. Yeah. But it, it makes shouldn't. me go back to yeah. the drawing board and think, and, and, and it makes me question mm. myself, absolutely. Mm. Um, and I'm like, okay, what can I do to like, you know, what, what, where, what's my next step? What can I do to make this more, better, more professional? Or, uh. you know, what can I do? And, you know, and, and so it's just my future is like kind of like, in the ether somewhere. I'll yeah. grab a hold of it eventually. <laughs> I, I just, you know, but yeah, I mean, I guess my next step is to kind of get more comfortable with the curatorship here at Lang Lab. Mm -hmm. um, and, and also to, to like, maybe like be a little bit more productive or what do you say? Um, pragmatic yeah. is a better word uh, uh, on getting my stuff entering into different, right. you know, spaces like, you know, and, and like taking people up on offers and mm. just like being a little bit more pragmatic with my own art, yeah, you know, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's cool when you have like Instagram and you get like a follower from a gallery, oh, yeah. you know, like in Seattle and you're like, oh my God, like yeah. this gallery in Seattle is following me. Yeah. But like, that's when you should be like, okay, gallery in Seattle that's following me. Uh -huh. I need to like write you an email and you, send you a you digital it. portfolio. Yeah. That's what I should be doing. Yeah. Instead, I'm just like, hey, you guys. This gallery in Seattle is following me. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's uh -huh. cool. And then it ends there. So yep. I need to be a little bit more pragmatic about, yeah. you know, like getting it out yeah. there. You know, I'm exactly the same way. It, mm -hmm. And it's Instagram, too. I get these different podcasts, and I, I look at their their following and uh -huh. their listenership, and I'm like, 
they're following me. Maybe I should give them a call and, right. and say, how do you like it? And, yeah. uh, you know, what can we do together and stuff yeah. like that. But uh, it's, uh, I, I'm kind of the same way. I, I don't know. I've gotten some validation. The people have come up to me and say, hey, I really like your podcast. But that that validation, it's just like art. It's, mm-hmm. you know, people are either going to like it or they're not going to like it. Right. And and it's uh, it's 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 really it's really hard to look outside yourself and say I did something good. Mm-hmm. You, you you almost need somebody when you're doing doing anything artistic. You need somebody to tell you. Yeah. And that and that's one thing I always tell people, man. If you like something, even if you can't even afford to buy it, just send them a note and mm-hmm. say, you know what, I saw that and I really liked it. Or yeah. go up to them in their in, in their booth if you're at an art show. Just just say hey. I, I really, really like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I've only and got five bucks on me, me right now. Believe me, those things re- mean so much <laughs> yeah. to us, I, at least to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like a, a, I'm a mega empath. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, and so like when, when somebody says something to me that I know is truthful and heartfelt and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that's almost as, that's almost just as meaningful as selling a piece of art. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, when, when people come up to me and they're like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest stuff I've ever seen, or oh my gosh, like, what makes you think of this stuff? This is so weird, yeah. this is so, even if it's like, yep. you know, an off like uh-huh. comment that's just like, you know, I, I had this little old lady come up to my booth once and she was like, she was probably in her 80s, man. Uh-huh. And this was back when I, like a couple years back when I was like really heavy into the pinup series uh-huh. and that was like one of my first runs right. that I'd ever done. and. She's like, she comes up to me and she's like, this is really racy, you know? And I was just like, that's the best compliment I've had all day. Yeah. A little 80-year-old lady just told me my art was racy. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That one's for the record books. Yeah. You know, like, any any feedback I get is just, it, it, it's meaningful to oh, me, yeah. you know? And it means something. And, and like I said, when you're exposing yourself mm. in any way, shape, or form on your podcast, like, on your band is playing songs, you right. know? Uh, whatever, whatever. When you're exposing yourself, you're vulnerable, mm-hmm. and and vulnerable vulnerability isn't necessarily a bad thing. Oh no. And I guess like that's one of the biggest things that I like to like keep it like keep. It's like when I'm vulnerable, I'm open. Mm-hmm. That means that that means I'm listening. Right. And and so like that's that's kind of what's important mm-hmm. to me. Um, you know, like I went, like I said, I went through a lot of years where I was an angry little punk rock girl uh-huh. and, you know, nobody could do me any right. And yeah. I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily the best person, but then I had this awakening and, mm-hmm. you know, now it's like I, I've shed a lot of that anger mm-hmm. and I've opened myself up and I have become, and, and I, I've made and become such a better friend uh-huh. than I ever have been. Oh, yeah. And, um, and it's, it's. <clears throat> It's really important to me yeah. to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. and not all the time. You yeah. know, you can't you can't put your ass on the line twenty four seven. But mm-hmm. you you can surely like be open to people, listen oh, yeah. to what they have to say. Yep. You know, and and they can some of the best advice I've gotten is from people that have no idea they're giving me advice. Uh-huh. So right. you know, like th- this whole thing is just a. It's a. I always say like. Art is a walk through fear. Mm. And every piece, every song, every little thing that you put out, every podcast mm. is you fighting fighting fear. Yep. 
and winning, yeah. right? Yeah. Because like exposing your innermost weird thoughts, mm -hmm. you know, is really scary. Yeah. And can be to a lot of people. Right. And I mean, and that walk through fear is like really what makes you like a badass. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, like, I may not be the best artist in the world, mm -hmm. but like I still put it out there. That's right. And that's all that counts. That's right. And, yeah. And you know, and and people like it at yeah. least enough to like you know I can like pay my bills. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Everything you describe is exactly <laughs> what I went through because I went through, and I'm a much later bloomer than you because I went through my 30s and 40s, and I was. An angry guy. I was judgmental. I, mm -hmm. I, I, I was closed off. And I'm a total introvert. Yeah. I, I for me to, for, for me to come up to you and say, "Will you do my podcast?" That is like ten miles out of my comfort zone. For sure. And so, but I, I, every time I do it, it's easier for me to do it. Right. And and then you know the comfort zone gets bigger. But I got to a point, and it, it was pretty close to fifty when I said, "You know what? I, I don't want to be this." Archie Bunker type of guy that mm -hmm. is set in my ways, that thinks that this this is the way I've lived all my life, so this is the way I'm going to live the rest of my life. And I decided, you know what, I'm just going to open myself up. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk to people, and this is before I did the podcast, and I'm 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 going to do it with a sense of empathy instead mm -hmm. of looking down my nose at, mm -hmm. at how they're living their life or what they're doing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's it's amazing the weight that lifts off your shoulders. Oh when my you gosh, do that. it really is. It's, yeah. Uh, I don't know, like I said, where I would be if I didn't, like, figure this out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I just don't know. Yeah. I mean, all the best things that have ever happened to me have happened to me mm -hmm. within the last, like, you know, probably five, six, seven years of yeah. my life. And uh, it's because I've let go of, yeah. like, you know what I thought I was supposed to mm -hmm. be or I've I've set boundaries too. Yeah. Like this is what I am, you know, yeah. so got a problem with it. Oh well, right. this is what I am, yeah. you know? So it's a little bit of both. Yeah. You know, and like my confidence is just like skyrocketed um mm -hmm. because like when you say good stuff, people listen. Mm -hmm. They don't right. listen as much when you're saying shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. When you're saying crap. Right. When you're being mean and angry right. and, and judgmental. They exactly. don't listen as much. Yep. And um, it's just like my whole way of life has changed, mm. you know, uh, from, you know, from, you know, the uh, what I do when I wake up in the morning to the minute I go to bed is like it's all about like. You know, what can I do today to make myself a little bit better right. person? Now, right. some days it's like, take a shower, you see. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> other days it's like, I'm going to, you know, um, organize this, like, huge art festival. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Right. Or I'm going to be, I'm going to be on the board of directors for Habitat for Humanity. Why yeah. the hell not? Yeah. You know? Right. I'm working with all these wonderful women, you mm -hmm. know, that are just super smart. And, right. You know, it's just all about opening up. Yep. And being, being present in the present. Yep. People forget that. Yeah. People like like to they love to live in the past and they love to live in the future. Yeah. Or they're worried about the future. Mm. It's just like, man, be if you could just enjoy what you have when you have it, like yeah. me talking to you at this podcast. This is oh, the yeah. only thing I'm concerned with right now. Right, I'm not right. thinking about like yep. tomorrow. Yeah. Or whatever. Now I am uh -huh. because I said that. But you know what I mean? Like, uh -huh. But you know what I mean? Like yep. it's it's being in the present. Yeah. 
And it's brought nothing but wonderful people to my life. Mm -hmm. And it's brought nothing but love. love. I mean, it's amazing. It's just a spiritual awakening that I wouldn't give back for a million dollars. I would I, I I just wouldn't change it for the world. Mm, I feel I feel so much the same. When you the the act of sitting down and having an actual conversation with somebody, it just doesn't happen that much anymore. No. You, you you may be talking business or you we're, we're living in sound bites, you know, we're yeah. you know, we're living in memes and sound bites and stuff like that. Actually having a conversation I think does so much because you know, I had a rough day at work today. Yeah. And I'm sitting sitting with you. We walked here and we did that. The, the day has just gone away. Everything's right. everything's fine. And if everybody did that and and did it with a little bit of empathy and openness, then mm-hmm. I, I I think the world would be better. But that's Absolutely. that's just me being. You a, could uh, change someone's whole day yeah. in one second. Yep. You know that's why. I mean, I used to get so angry with, like, you know, when I would go to, like, the store and I had to wait in line for so long or I got stuck by a train and uh-huh. I was like, ruin my day, man. Yeah. And it's like, now I, I think of that stuff and I'm like, how stupid yeah. was, what a waste of time. Yeah. You know, we only have so many beats and so many breaths, That's man. right. So I want to use my beats and breaths yeah. the best way yeah. I know how. You it's know. funny, now I use those times when I'm stuck in line to talk to people. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I'm stuck in a train, I'm like, all right, this is an instant, this is a, you know, a vacation uh-huh. from everything. I yep. can just sit here and think yep. about stuff. You not know? going it's anywhere. Like, yep. it's, a, it's, a, it's a mandatory vacation. Right. You know, I'm not going anywhere. You know, I mean, but people, like, people's blood pressure raises yep. from being stressed out. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying I'm not ever stressed out because I I most definitely am but (laughs) I've learned how to use my stress to my benefit as opposed to my to my to to my whatever yeah stress can be a good thing yeah but it can most definitely be a bad thing yeah and to, to be able to brush off silly stuff, everybody has their own thing going on. Yeah. 90% of what people say to you has nothing to do with you. Yeah. <laughs> and if you can just exit and mm. get out of your own head for a minute, yeah. man, life is so much easier. Yeah. If I took everything people said to me personally, I would be an angry person still, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, you know? Yeah. Like if, if, the, if the checkout lady at the grocery is kind of, cranky to me i'm just Uh like well i feel bad for her she must be having a bad day if my server at a restaurant is 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 slow and Mm. they're not doing what i think is the best job that they could be i give them an extra five bucks because i'm like you know what maybe this five bucks Mm -hmm. this above and beyond my 20 percent make their day yeah and maybe they'll be a a little bit better server to the next guy in line right yeah so my wife and i do the same thing yeah yeah we're (laughs) Just like pass it on, on man. Yeah, you know, yeah. now I'm not perfect, but you know, I try yeah. to be as on point as I possibly yeah. can yeah. at all times. And it's a it's a muscle you have to flex oh, and yeah. you have to exercise yeah. it. Yeah. And then it just becomes kind of like second nature. Mm-hmm. You know. Well but. good for you. You you came to your awakening just about twenty years before I did. So <laughs> your, your mental maturity is up there. <laughs> I'm just glad I did. I, I, I lament the time that I didn't. You know, yeah. you can't get that back. And, well, you got to you got to be able to let go of that too, man. Yeah, you yeah. got to cuz we're all on our own journey. Yep. And who cares if you who cares if if you think you're behind? Yep. You know, like comparing 
yourself to anyone else is probably like one of the worst crimes yep. you could ever do. Yep. Yep. And it's what makes people so unhappy. Oh yeah. And I just try to think, you know, I got up this morning, I'm mm -hmm. breathing, you know, I live a very charmed life. I have mm -hmm. a wonderful boyfriend at home. Mm -hmm. I have four amazing pets. I yeah. live in a zoo. <laughs> I have a beautiful home. Mm -hmm. I have a wonderful family. Right. My mom and dad are just like, probably two of the coolest folks I've ever had the experience of knowing. Mm -hmm. I'm very lucky as far as that goes. Yeah. There are people that are suffering beyond belief. Right, right. I'm gonna try not to be one of those. Yeah. Yeah, no and doubt. I'm gonna try to make everybody else who's suffering a little bit better. Yeah, you know, yep. a little bit help help some people out here. You that's know? the way and, to do it. And that's what got me into being a band manager. And you know, I, w I was curating a small show there for a minute, a, a little bit over a year mm -hmm. over Indigo Vapor, and that's kind of like what. You know, like helping other people mm -hmm. is what helps me right. a lot. It yeah. does. It, helping other people do whatever, even mm -hmm. if it's like I have a garage sale this weekend. Will you come help me organize yeah. stuff? Because <laughs> I'm kind of OCD. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, but like it just stupid stuff like that, little things like that, you mm -hmm. know, like, you know, I. I being with other people and helping other people, getting out of your own head. Right. You know, yeah. I think I I think like the AA people say that a lot. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like part of their program. It's like get out of your own head. Mm. Well, I totally agree with that. Yeah. That little gem of knowledge, getting out of my own head, looking at things from other people's perspective, mm -hmm. has changed my entire life. Yep. yep. Just like, you know, um, I have a whole different way of viewing things. Yeah. A whole different like intuition now. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. It was weird. It, it mm. was literally like that yeah. for me. It was like one day I just realized, what the hell are you doing? Mm -hmm. Things could be so much better. Yeah. You know, and yeah. they are. Like, you're so lucky. Look at all this stuff. Yeah. And I, I started, instead of being angry, I became grateful. Yeah. And um, because, frankly, not many, not everybody gets to lead as charmed a life as I do. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm very lucky. Mm. I just have a tremendous, I have this gigantic support system of people that are like, yeah, yeah. you know, like do it. Uh -huh. You know, my parents have always been that way. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think that that happens a lot. People's parents are always supportive, yeah. but when it starts coming from outside of that, mm -hmm. then you're like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, okay. Okay, I'm on the right path. Yeah. I'm on the right path. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So when I'm sitting down here in my studio at Lang Lab, I know I know I'm exactly where I should be right, right. now. Yeah, that's great. And that's a security the secure it makes you feel way more secure mm. than any full-time office job yep. could ever make you. Yeah. You know, cuz it's scary. Oh yeah. Not having a real job. It's right. scary yeah. like not having a 401k anymore. Uh -huh. I don't have any of that <laughs> stuff anymore, you know? I yeah. mean and, and that's scary. Mm -hmm. But I also know that when I lay my head down at the end of the night, I'm laying it down next to somebody who loves me. Mm -hmm. And I'm laying it down knowing that I did what I needed to do that yeah. day. Yeah. And and that's all that really freaking counts. Oh man. yeah. And yeah. um and that that's all I really mm -hmm. I mean, all this stuff, everything that I do, like it comes from that space. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the art and all that stuff, these are just little like like parts of it, you yeah. know, but like what really is important to me is to know that I helped myself or somebody else out that mm -hmm. day and, and it's gonna, it makes me a better person. Oh yeah. Uh, at least in some some aspect, yep. you know. Yep. And that's all I care about. Mm -hmm. And 
thankfully I get to do it in a, in a really cool building with yeah. really cool people that yeah. have always been big supporters mm -hmm. of me and and it's really cool. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. The atmosphere is great. Yeah. So if people want to see your art or buy your art and there's not a show going on, how can they do it? Um, I I have an Instagram. Okay. Um, and then I also have a uh, Facebook page, which okay. I, I need to get a website put up, uh -huh. um, which I haven't worked on yet. A lot of people um, just do the Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the best way to get a hold of okay. me. You know, um, either, either through Facebook or, or, or Instagram. Um, I, most of the pieces I sell outside of South Bend are from that, uh -huh. you know, so that's that's been a good way. And then, you know, I mean, get a hold of somebody who knows. I guarantee right. you just ask around. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know Jenny Miller? There's going to be somebody who's like, oh, yeah, I know that weirdo. Yeah. And, and you can ask them. But, yeah, like pretty much it's, you know, Facebook, Instagram uh -huh. until, you know, I get enough, I don't know, gumption cool. to actually do a website yeah, or something. Yeah, I, uh. I got to make sure I'm following you on Instagram. I'm not 100% sure I am, so I'll uh, I'll make sure. The I good do news that is, is because of my my name, my taken art name, Jenny Jane, which uh -huh. is uh, a, it's kind of a homage to my family. Uh -huh. um, uh, I'm the only person that spells Jane J A I N. Uh -huh. um, Jenny Jane, Jenny with an I, and then J A I N. So uh -huh. if you just Google Jenny Jenny Jane, you're gonna I'm gonna be yeah. the first thing that yeah. pops up. So. Yeah. I that's, got lucky on the name. Yeah, that's that's the way to get to the top of the Google page. It yeah. is, man. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm always at the top. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. And you're going to be my uh, first artist featured in my studio. Cool. This is something I wanted to do for a long time, and I'm I'm just about two months behind. Okay. But All right. <laughs> I've got I've got a few a, a few people lined up, and you're my first, and. So the way we do this is, uh, looks like I'm gonna pick out a piece of art and hang it there for 30 days and feature it and also let people know how much it costs if they wanna buy it. <laughs> right on. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully we'll get it sold. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I'll move on to somebody else, but uh, it's uh, great having you be my uh, first artist. Hey it's, man, thanks for coming to Lang yeah. Lab and thanks for asking me a whole bunch of questions. Yeah. <laughs> I never do this, so. Thanks for, thanks, thanks for being on the podcast. This was great. Thank you, Jenny. You're welcome. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.